Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foulball Productions here. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hope that you're doing well. I'm doing phenomenally. Thank you so very much. Appreciate your patience. Um, I was at the Ryan Long show last night and I shut down the bar with with the comedians. I got to talk to Ryan, which was really cool. I hung out with him for a cool. little while. Yeah, it was great. Bought him a shot. Uh, bought myself a few shots. <laughs> Hence... <laughs> Hence the late start this morning. I apologize. Um, but we are here. We are fighting culture crime. Uh, much appreciated for you guys hanging out. And uh, as always, I'm joined with my co-host. Vigilante Wednesday here on the 34th episode of the Culture Crime Fires. And I appreciate everybody's patience uh, again, like what Matt said. Uh, we're adjusting to a new schedule. So, like... Mm -hmm. That has a lot to do when when you're like, hey, I'm used to doing things in a certain way, and now everything's different. It's funny, badass. Culture crime fighters by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, there you go. all day. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank Keely, you, Keely. Good to see you, Man of War six six five, neighbor of the beast. I apologize for our unacceptable quality. We will try yeah. to be. We will try to be better. It's all we can do. It's all we can do. It's all we can do. Thank you, guys. 8 p.m., good to see you, buddy. Yeah, hello, 8 p.m. I haven't seen you in a little bit, man. Good to see you. Robot Sean ATHF. Hello. Hello, hello. But they're all gone. Good to see you. Vigilante <laughs> Williamson in the chat. That's wonderful. Good to see him. He's a great supporter of the channel. Really good guy. <laughs> yeah, there were six or seven people waiting. They just said, all right, fuck it, I'm done. They all nah, left well. as soon as we started. Here's what it is. It is what it is. Thank you for hanging out. You know, a lot. Of, I see that a lot of times where it would be like seven viewers waiting and then the show starts and it drops to three or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, come back. It Please come is. back. Baby, come back. I was just thinking that. Back, you can blame back. it all on Vidge. Baby, oh, come man, back. Oh, man, really? <laughs> just blame the black guy. See, is that the <laughs> That's how you scapegoat. Scapegoat. There you go. That's my white privilege. Um, but the, uh, I'll tell you what, the show last night was really fun. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it started way late. It was supposed to start at, uh, at 8, 8 p.m. It started at 11. Uh, I got an email. We got, I went out to dinner and, uh, as I was going to this, to the show, I got an email like, oh, well, I guess we're not, guess we're not going yet. Let's go, uh, I guess we'll go back home for a few hours. What's up, Sentient Dildo? Hey, he made it. He made it. There we go. Good to see you, man. Because he was complaining about <clears throat> he was complaining about this the other night when I was streaming the Expanse. He's like the new uh, or whatever I was streaming something. And he's like new culture crime fighters time sucks, but he did make it. So hail, appreciate it. Good to see you, sir. Uh, yeah, but uh, so had to wait a few hours for the show. But I guess uh, Ryan's flight was delayed. Um, uh, but it was a great southwest? show. What's that? Did he fly southwest? No, probably not because he came from New York. I think he fought uh, flew Delta. Ah. Uh, did you hear about Southwest? No, what happened with Southwest? Is it gay? So, huh? Is it, is it, I don't know. Is it gay? <laughs> Probably, yes, obviously. Gay and trans, you bigot. Um, no, so Southwest, there's this, and, and we don't know what happened. We don't know why it happened, but there were like 1,800 flights all canceled. And the rumor was that a lot of people um, called off sick in protest to uh the coof mandates so the jab mandates oh. that was the rumor um the ceo said it was never his intention to uh enforce that it came from uh he's 
Biden, but he didn't say either way whether or not that rumor was true. So huh. it's like, okay. Uh, so that's just why I'm like, I wonder if he, you know, was one of those people caught up in that sort of. This is what I love about our country and the media. It's so exciting. It says, this is a business insider, um, like a headline. It says, Republicans praise Southwest vaccine protests. Officials say never happened. Uh, (laughs) I don't even, like, I never know what, you never know what to believe anymore. You never know what to trust. Exactly. That's why I had to preface everything. Like, maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it didn't. And then I I compared it to the thing, uh, because you did the video last week. Uh, well, we both talked about the uh, IATSE strike. Yeah. Actually, on this show last yeah. week, and then and I guess we're buffered. So the CIA is already after us. Like we need enough uh, setbacks. Um, no, but uh, last week you did a video as well, and it was actually somebody from, supposedly at least uh, you know according to them, from one of the unions saying that that, that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, she was sort of being shitty, though. Like, she, she wrote another comment, and she was just, like, basically, like, you know, think before you speak. It's like, all right, all right, listen. You know, maybe that's not what it's about, or maybe it's not, it is what it's about, and they didn't tell you. Is that possible? There's, like, how many tens of thousands of union yeah. members? Do you think they're going to let everyone know? Obviously, if it is something that they're keeping under wraps, if it is something that they are authentically, pro, like, uh, uh, you know, striking in protest of, it's not necessarily the type of thing they're going to make public. Now, I could be wrong. It could not. It could, it could have nothing to do with that. But that article was pretty inflammatory. So it's a reasonable conclusion to draw. I'm not out of my yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was. I don't I, know, she was shitty about it. I didn't like yeah. That. That's the. That's that was kind of my point. Just because she was saying that, like, either like you said, either she doesn't know, or she does know, and it's just that's not the PR move. Uh. You're not supposed to do that. You know, you just keep everything under wraps. Keep these as the talking points and just keep it moving. I mean, does that seem so unreasonable that they would do that in this day and age? I mean, I, I you know, the, the, with the tone, yeah. the tenor of the of the country right now. Yeah, you wouldn't. That's not you wild. wouldn't want that to be a part of it because, uh, un- you know, the modern mainstream media would uh, kind of bury you if that was one of the talking points. If they so were you want people on your side. Yeah, so they were legitimately striking against the coup mandates. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that would be like, oh, he's fucking all rights. Yeah, so you you want you want to just leave it. You rather just leave it out and just keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, even though you know, not that we're going to talk about that necessarily. That just 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 a, just a tangent, just a tangent. But to that, Ryan Long did not fly. Uh, did not fly Southwest. Uh, there you go. Delta, and the show was great. Um, it was pretty interesting. There was um, comic up front. The host, I feel like I've seen him, but I, ca- I can't. I can't place it. Uh, very, very homosexual lad. Uh, he was very gay, um, but he was he was pretty funny. I didn't I didn't love him, but you know it was funny. It was it was like that was the host, uh, and then the next guy who went up was a comic who's been on Ryan's podcast before. Uh, his name is JJ. Another another gay gentleman, uh, but this guy one of the most he's very very extremely based and gay uh, <laughs> um, does not give a fuck uh, was dropping the hard f f bomb which is not not the fuck word uh, the other oh, one no. the other one you're not supposed to say which was really funny was it like uh, an n word sort of thing 
Yeah, like, but he's kind of like a bro who sucked dick. I see. You know? It wasn't like... He was gay, you know, but he could probably kick your ass. Uh, you know, But he, he was very funny. Uh, and he also made a rape joke, uh, which was funny. It was funny. And it worked the way... Uh-oh. Listen, feminism said those jokes can never be funny, and therefore you're this is the this is that rape culture that you bigots keep you alt right bigots. Is keep. that what it's called? Rape culture, right? That's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a culture. They're just so up their own ass. So up their own ass. Rape. Shut up. So much of life is is so much of society is manufactured to keep you safe. To protect you, to coddle you, and you're like the whole culture set up to rape us. Shut up. Like, I mean, if you're being, I, I can't tell you now after we've pro, you know, burnt down the country and defund the police in a lot of the urban areas. Good point. But before that, uh, you say 2019 that. back, 2019 back, past 10 years, probably the safest group of women that have ever lived in history have been women in the Western world. There, there's no way, if I, history, if you look at history. As in, I mean, some cultures have been cool. Some cultures have been a-okay. If you were a Spartan woman, you'd be a-okay. You were a woman in certain cultures still to this day. Even now. To this you day. You get your click cut off. <laughs> to this day. So it's like, man, I don't know. I'm not saying, like, I don't really know what you're complaining about relative to, like, reality. Um, Nothing. They got brainwashed in college. That's what happened. Yeah. You know what? Uh, hell isn't it, girl. I've been wondering. There is, is there like an air conditioning on or something? That's why I assume. Me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's could be me. Like there's, there's, a there's, there's a oh. She says you uh, sounds like you're talking from a utility closet. I thought it was like an air conditioning or something. Oh shit! I don't know. Uh, let me see here. I'm yeah, sorry. Something. Oh. No wait. No, that doesn't make any sense. What's the problem here? Speaker, mic. Oh, I'm talking. Oh, god damn it! It's got the wrong. Uh, it's the wrong microphone. Ah, uh, why is it going through that? It's a weird. It is. There we go. That should probably be better. Okay. Yeah. Now you sound way lower now. Okay. Lower but you do sound clearer. You can't hear me lower. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I, I can hear you, but barely. How's that? Is that better? Yes, that's better. That is much better. better. Okay. See, I just thought you had an air conditioning on, just like, oh, well, it's hot. No, sorry. I, I, for whatever reason, StreamYard had me, uh, had, had me on my webcam audio, not my microphone. Oh, audio. Jesus. All right. Sorry that about that. Okay. See, this is, thank you, Islington girl, because I was yeah, just letting it so go. Much. I'm a thank terrible you. producer. Somebody said we should have, like, this produced by Gary, and I said maybe X-Ray girl. We need a producer. We do. We actually do, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean the wake down is, is he's been a, he's been a good producer for the uh, culture crime or uh, for uh, cocktail, cocktail lounge. lounge. Yeah, um, yeah, we probably do need a producer that would help. Yeah, yeah. Is well, he still low to you guys? No, I think I'm good. Right now, I'm super. You, now he's super low on this end. You're oh, good really? to me, but I don't know if it's because I can just. Oh, for Christ's sake! Oh my God! Sorry, everybody. Well, let me know. Yeah, maybe if anyone you, if else. You, any more feedback? Uh, yeah, let us know if you guys can hear Matt. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's I turning apologize, up a little. everyone. Is I guess it? if you if you can turn it up a little. What the fuck is that? What they're saying? Yeah. But you said you can hear me. 
Yeah. Turn up a little, Matt. Okay. What the hell? Is this better? How's that? Okay, that okay? now, well, then Robot Sean says good. God damn. I'm so sorry. Okay. We're sorry. Thank you guys on. for helping us, man. This we want to make the show the best for you. Like I said, I can hear, but I, I mean, I can turn my head. Okay, now so... Ace Mr. Freeze says perfect. I think we're good. Okay, good. All right. Well, then we'll go with this. We'll, we'll move from this. Thank you guys for your I apologize. I apologize. And I appreciate your uh, feedback. Letting me know um, <laughs> kind of a clunky start. But 12 minutes in, we do the rest of the show quite well. Yeah. Uh, thank what you very much. Liver. You're not chopped liver, APM. No, we love you, APM. We love you very much. Uh, why do you guys want to? Pro- why do you guys want? Uh, why Produce do you guys on want producer on the show? Is the show going to become about food? It's a produce. Oh, it's produce. Part. I got it. Um, wait, you're coming to Austin, Ace, Mr. Freeze? Hey. What? That's what's up, dude. Hit me up off, uh, you know, off the air. We'll meet up. Or I'll get to buy you a drink or something. Um, you're coming to Austin? That's great, dude. This is a bachelor party uh, in Austin over Halloween. What to expect? I would assume... Strippers in, in in costumes. That's my assumption. Yeah, lots of thoughts. Yeah, the thoughts. Well, I mean, yeah. going to the, the grocery store, you you'll see lots of thoughts. They're just everywhere now. It's just a part of culture. It's true. You should go down on South Congress. Lots of girls in yoga pants. There you go. I like it though. They look good. And also, I guess this season, no bra is like the style. I have for heard chicks. that's the thing. Holy shit. Everywhere I go, no bra. I'm like, ladies, easy. <laughs> Only human. Um, That's the rape so, uh, culture. You're not supposed to be attracted unless you're hot, apparently. Then it's, yeah. That's okay. So back to the show. So oh, yeah. uh, sure. the gay gay show. dude who did the, the drape joke, uh, very funny. It was good. It was because it was just a comeback to like, there were some people in the audience that like, you know, people that just don't know how to go to a comedy show. Like they think it's a back and forth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's so annoying. Uh, yes, please do hit me up, Ace Mr. Freeze. Uh, there were a few people that were talking and uh, he said the one guy, he said something and then the comic said, I'll rape you. But it was <laughs> it was really funny. Like it was yeah. it was very snappy. The timing was good and it was a really funny, uh, really funny comeback. Yeah. Uh, and it worked. And then he, he did make a point of how it was. He's like, see, I told you it can be funny, which was good. I liked it. Um <laughs> TBF? What's TBF? To be fair. To be fair. This show show is is like like a vegetable. It's supposed to be good for you, but it leaves a shit taste. Well, life is bitter, said your dildo. The cold, hard realities of life are bitter. That's true. That's true. You still need your medicine, after all. Yeah, you do. Yeah, okay. Uh, So... So he was funny, and then and then Danny Polishuk uh, went on stage before mm-hmm. before Ryan. And you know who Danny is? I do not often. He is the fat guy from um, the uh, like a lot of Ryan's sketches. As soon as I share okay. his picture, you'll know him. Um, he's really he was very funny. Okay, I probably have seen him then. Yeah, he, he's a very funny sketches. guy. I'll show you the picture real quick. You've def. I mean, if you've seen any of uh, Ryan's, yeah, sketches, yeah, I've seen, I've seen Danny. Yeah, that's Danny. Okay, yeah, 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 I've definitely seen him. Yeah, and definitely. he was great. Like, mm. 
he's funny in the sketches and he's funny on on uh you know on the air and all that like but he it was a he's a really good stand up like i was mm-hmm. really impressed i did not expect him to be that funny uh, yeah it was really good uh so um so he did great and then you know left the uh left it open for ryan who ryan did really well too uh ryan was really funny uh, i was just i was i didn't have any expectations for danny just because it's like mm-hmm. i mean I, I watch him on the podcast every week and i i I find him entertaining. I find him funny, but I find Ryan more entertaining. So I was just kind of like, all right. And really impressed. Like just really did a great, like 20 minutes. Then Ryan did well. And then, you know, they hung around for a while. And I talked with both of them for like, I don't know, 15, 20. And mm-hmm. uh, it was really cool. It was a really, really good time. I had a blast. I wonder, and I'm not sure if you talked about it. And it's an obvious question. I'm sure they get it a lot nowadays, but like, especially doing kind of style of comedy that they do but like do you worry that cancel culture is just gonna end it all one day and like how do you navigate like how don't how don't you self-censor is almost the question i'm trying to ask because on some level especially as you get bigger like if i'm ryan long this is just my thought and you you make all this you know anti-woke uh comedy or comedy that you know is gonna flame people who like will take your platform basically like how do you how does that not come into play when you're writing because it doesn't seem to you know what i mean from what i've seen from the sketches and it doesn't seem to like really be impacting we just he's still being a comedian and it's like how do you how do you deal with that which again i I know it's probably a question he gets on some level a million times the question is how how do you cancel them? Like, how do you cancel like the Ryan Long type? Yeah, how do you cancel Ryan Long? He has a Patreon. He uh, he sells tickets at comedy clubs, and he does really good on YouTube. I, I like what can you take from him? It's not like he's got a network show. Yeah, it's not like you know what I mean. It's not like um, he, he's not. A late night guest you know what i mean everything he does is independent of the system the only thing you could do would be to get him kicked off those platforms that's what i was saying i mean that's why i mean they can't i don't do think he's do done that, anything though? i mean you see somebody like crowder he's not off the platform but i think he's still demonetized or currently demonetized so you can do things is, like that is that true is, is i'm crowder... not sure where he is because he's he's been monetized and demonetized a few times i'm not sure where he's where he currently is. Um, anybody who's a little bit more knowledgeable on Crowder can let us know about that. But I know it does happen. I know people have, uh, you know, Patreon. There are people who have been uh, taken off Patreon. It has happened. It doesn't happen as much, but it does happen from time to time. I mean, time. I, I'm sure it's a concern. I mean, I can't imagine it's the kind of thing. Ascension Dose says, please don't call Crowder a comedian. He's not a comedian. No, I didn't mean comedian. He's YouTube. He's on YouTube. Yeah, I, well, I think I think the outspoken conservative guys are more of a target because like they are directly contradicting the narrative. Like that's exactly what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they're aggressive and Crowder's kind of a jerk. You know what I mean? Like, like, in yeah. a good, like I find it an entertaining way, but he's just like, you know, very uh, hostile. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still, it doesn't mean he should get demonetized. I mean, you should be able to say whatever you want. You know, it shouldn't yeah. matter. Um, but it's a little different than a comedian. Um, True. Do we have any examples of comedians like getting removed off Patreon or anything like that? 
it hasn't happened yet, I, I guess. You know, when I think about it, like, that I can think of comedians, though. But uh, maybe I'm more paranoid. No, I mean, I think it's a reasonable question. I'm just trying I to I guess, think you know, what with the, with the YouTube, I didn't mean to cut you off again, but that's what I'm professional at. Um, with the YouTube, I've seen, you know, we've just seen so much craziness with the YouTube. It just seems like that's... That's something. I just it just takes a few trolls with, you know, a few trolls on Twitter can impact your YouTube. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm pretty sure I'm in YouTube jail. Yeah, you know, like I I really have no other explanation. Like, I was talking to a friend about it, and it's like, um, I'm putting out more content now than ever. Yeah, you are. You know what I mean? And and I I'm not getting any subscribers. And when I do get subscribers. It only stays around for a few days and then it goes back down. Like I'm at, I was at sixteen thirty six. Um, that was I don't know the other day, and then I, I back down to sixteen thirty one. Like it will not let me grow. Like YouTube just refuses to let me grow. Like it won't. It just won't. It's stopping me. And it's like, yeah. so coincidentally, everyone suddenly doesn't like my stuff, and they they make a point to go unsubscribe or YouTube is blocking my channel growth. And I'm pretty sure it's the latter because pretty much every live stream that I do, um, with the exception of maybe maybe this one, uh, every every cocktail lounge for sure, uh-huh. I get demonetized. Like every single one. Oh, right? Even right now. I just turned on ads. I literally just turned on ads this second, and it's already ad suitability. It's already on, it's already demonetized. So already demonetized. Mm-hmm. Oh, Automatically demonetized. So someone at YouTube doesn't like me. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Automatically it, demonetized. The second it came on the air, automatically demonetized. That's crazy because, you know, there are like, you know, your channel. It's, it's, it's good to have over a thousand subs, but it's not the biggest channel on earth. So, like, why do they care? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's some algorithm thing where you say something, it goes into their, you know, AI and it triggers something. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, you're on a naughty list. I think so. I think it's something like that. I think it's, I think I'm being on a naughty list or, like, uh, you know, rejecting uh, jab mandates or something. I don't know. But, like, I get, I get every single thing I do. I literally just turned on monetization and before. Anything, it was automatically uh, demonetized. Add suitability yeah. under review. Well, Robot Sean, ATHF, Octane Hunger Force, I guess. He sent a blank super chat super sticker, completely oh. blank. I don't see anything in the regular chat. Uh, For $5. Thank you. thank you very much, Robot Sean. Is that Aquatine Hunger Force? Is that what that is, ATHF? That, that's my thought. Because first I'm like, ATF, I know there's an H there. And he's a, and he's a Mets fan. Um, Hale, I am unfortunately also a Mets fan. Very oh man, sad. very sad. And a Jets fan. Oh man, well, I'm a Lions fan, so it's like we'll never win. We'll, we'll never. How's I, uh, how's golf working out for you? Ah oh, man, listen, I never had any high expectations with golf. Like we traded him really for we traded Stafford for picks and for him to be free. I did not. I'm glad that out of all the 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 talents that we've had, one of them at least has some prime left to potentially win a title elsewhere, and we didn't ruin his career completely like Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders before him. So okay, Stafford, run free, roam free, 
and I'm rooting. For, I'm actually rooting for the Rams this year. Yeah, he's doing terrific. Uh, real quick, Islington Girl says remonetize for five dollars Canadian. Go. Thank you so very very much. Thank you very much. And yes, uh, he still will get uh, the percentage of super chats that Google because then they take a percentage thirty percent. Dun dun dun! That's 30. mob shit. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but still, I am very grateful. I'm not complaining. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. So, uh, and Pat S. reminds us yeah. that late September and October are when the purges happen and algorithms reset. It's worth these, worse these six weeks. Is All it? right. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope uh, that's what's going on. Yeah, I would like to be monetized by um, – apparently they say that the Christmas season is like the most – profitable season like they pay better ad rates i would really? love to be monetized by then yeah i'm with that but i, I don't know if it'll happen we'll see we'll see we'll just grind through it just grind through yeah, it. yeah we shall we shall indeed oh robot sean's from jersey ditto i am there also from new jersey robot sean and so is uh ace mr freeze there you go shout dirty, to jersey dirty jersey yes yes yes, yes. Uh, wait, what's Sension Toto say about gay rugby? What's happening? I don't follow gay oh, rugby. Oh, he's talking about football. Calls That's, gay funny. Rugby. That's funny. Oh, um, man. APM keep you monetized. Whoa. I've got a beautiful soul. Thank you, you very much, APM, for 44 pounds. 44.99 British pounds. Thank you very much, APM. I'm very grateful for that, sir. You do have yeah. a beautiful soul. Much appreciated. You're a good guy, APM. You've been a supporter of this channel for a long time, so thank you. That wasn't, by the way, that wasn't trying to bait Super Chats. I'm very <laughs> grateful for all of them, but that wasn't like some passive-aggressive ploy where I'm just like, oh, gosh, no one just can't get ahead in this life. Like the OnlyFans girl or something? Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like yeah, girls who like, they tweet, you know, oh, feeling so unattractive today. Oh, no, sweetie, you're so beautiful, but, you know. That's not yeah. what I'm doing. APM funded the stream. Yes, he did. did. Fund the yes, stream. Did. And a, so did you. Yeah, you all did. Girl. Thank you very much. APM's a uh, good bloke. Good yes, bloke. he is. A rather good bloke. Um, yeah, no, I just I saw that the trade was one for one with, uh, with the Lions and the Rams. The Rams are doing incredible. They're one of the yeah. best teams in the NFC right now. Yeah, but no, we got, we got picks. We got picks. I, I can't more about the first round picks. Uh, stuff. I hope we don't screw them up. Yeah, you uh, probably will. And I don't mean yeah. that to be a dick. It's just No, we will. The, the we, Jets we've do. never drafted. We've never drafted well. We've never done anything well. We've never drafted yeah, well. We've never been in the free agency well. And we every now and again, we well, the stars will align where like enough of our top because we usually always have top ten picks, but they usually don't pan out. Mm -hmm. But like we did have the time when we drafted like Sue. Stafford and Calvin Johnson all close enough to each other that they were able to go to the playoffs a couple times. That's it. Yeah. That's as good as it ever Yeah. I really thought the Stafford and was Megatron. Yeah. I thought that Megatron. connection was going to actually pan out. And it looked like it. It looked like it was going to, but. Yeah, they made it to the just, playoffs a few times. Yeah, but just hey. not a good. Uh, yeah. Better than any other Lions there that I remember, where they actually were like a competitive sure. team. Were they good with Barry Sanders, or was it just he was? Uh, they, you know, there were team, there were years that were that they were good. They had some yeah. good years because they had made, they actually had made it to the NFC Championship in the early early nineties with Barry Sanders, like ninety one, I believe. Hello, one rough girl. What's up? Joining. Hey, one rough girl. Uh, 
Uh, oh, yeah. You know what? That's an interesting story. Jock Nerdy says he's a Raiders fan and he's so done with sports. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Mm-hmm. Oh, Raiders coach. I heard Raiders something coach. about it. That was. So I didn't get the whole story, but basically it was an email, right? Yeah. Well, it's a lot of emails. Apparently. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Or email chain or something. And hell, Clyburn Times. Yeah, we drafted Barry Sanders, but that's my point. We, I mean, I mean yeah. one running back in 40 years. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He is a great yes. running back, but still, it's not yeah. really. I mean, our drafting throughout history, just terrible. Because we'll, we'll go 20 years and not draft any. Between drafting Barry Sanders I mean, and drafting Calvin Johnson, name another draft pick that we had. Aren't you the only team with a zero with a no win season? Um, I thought another team just did another team just do that recently. Well, okay. uh, I don't at, the, at the very but, least, you're one of the only teams. I know we're one. I think we were the first. Is, I could have swore. Pretty sad. It is terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. The, when when other teams can play, I'm like, come on, man. The Lions are the worst franchise ever. They will never. They probably are. I mean, the Jet. I think the Jets are awful. But the I Jets mean, at least have like playoff appearances. Conference championship appearances. Appearances. I mean, they had two in, it was like 08, 09. Yeah. Under Mark Sanchez. But then, but then it all becomes a joke. You know what I mean? Like, you have like those two years, but then you have the butt fumble. Yeah. You have the Mark Sanchez butt fumble, and then you have like, the feet picks or whatever, like the feet worship from Ryan from Rex Ryan. <laughs> oh yeah, he's really in the feet. He has white feet and, and his shit. chicks wearing the Sanchez jersey. You're just like, what? Yeah, it's all creepy and weird. And then it just becomes a big joke. And then and then Rex goes to the Bills and then beats the Jets. And you're like, God damn it! Like the yeah. humiliation of a Jets fan. And this year, uh, it's really bad because um, we we traded or we gave away uh, yeah. what's his name. Um, Sam Darnold to the Panthers. Yeah. I don't know if we did it for picks or whatever. And he's doing great with the Panthers. It was you and guys. And we're one and four. It wasn't his fault. And he was a high Not draft pick, too. Yeah. No, he was a second-round got... pick or third-round pick. Yeah. And he, so he's I been mean, third, wasted. I mean, third-pick overall. Yeah. He's been wasted. Wasted. On, you wasted the pick, and now he's valuable somewhere else. Yep. And then so we, we basically you know back. put his, uh, his training wheels on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we had all the rough years, then we got rid of him, and now we got a new kid that we got to go through all this shit with again, Zach Wilson. And it's like, what are yeah. you doing? Well, what do you? Why? You know, you got to stick with a quarterback at least for a little while. And it's yeah. you know, it's the thing about the Jets: no patience, no development, no vision. It's not a. It's a terrible franchise. I hate that franchise. I have no idea why I'm a fan of them. I hate them. I really do. I, I genuinely do. So here's the thing I've never understood about like New York. Not the Giants are not doing good this year, but historically they're a good franchise, right? Or much better than the Jets. So if you could choose to be a fan, why be a fan of the Mets or Jets ever? I don't. I've never got that. Well, sadly, I didn't pick the Mets. The Mets okay. were something that I was born with because of my father, ah. who's a big Mets fan. Um, but he because I think my dad is a contrarian. Is that what it is? Yeah, like his father was an Oakland A's fan, um, and then, you know, he had all these Oakland A's. I don't know. My dad hates his dad. You know, ne- they never talked. Uh, mm-hmm. And he grew up. My dad grew up in New Jersey, and I think he 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 to this day hates the Yankees like so unreasonably. 
so unreasonably. I think I told you this when we were talking about Jeter. Uh, when the day he retired, Jeter. Yeah, sorry I put for the some... sports talk, guys. We, 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 uh, I know we got sports talk radio. Sporting newscast. Um, when, he, when the day Jeter retired, I, I put something on Facebook, you know, like, uh, hey, listen, you know, I, I suffered under this dude's reign, you know, growing up in Jersey, yeah. uh, all the Yankees fans and this and the other, but he is one of the greatest players I've ever seen and, you know, uh, you know, something to a great career. My dad on that same post writes underneath, good riddance. <laughs> Just miserable. Just a miserable, uh, you know, Yankee hater. But I I don't know what that does. For, I don't know why you would be that hateful because all it does is just you know all it does is highlight how good they are and how much the Yankees how much the Mets suck um which is true and so anyway so I was born in 85 they mm -hmm. won in 86 and and okay. I, just, I never had a choice yeah um and then as far as the Jets I picked them when I was a kid stupidly because uh I watched Testa Verde in the AFC championship yeah. against uh the Broncos he, I think he was okay way. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it was it was, uh, it. yeah, it was a good no, it was a good run They're in the AFC Championship. You know, it was with uh, Parcells and Testaverde. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, and I remember yeah. watching that game and getting really excited. And uh, but then you know, it was oh, not to be that, the same old Jets. That's a that's a reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, Jets have had some, I, but I just I never understood. Like that's fine. It could have just been a like I don't get it, but I guess you know, whatever. Mets fans are suffer. Uh, Chipper. Chipper. He's a great player for the Braves. Oh, yeah. Cause it, oh, yeah. Because you guys are in the same division. So the Braves uh, were battering you guys for years. Every year. God, the Braves were so good for so long. Because the Braves were good for, like, yeah. It was like into the 2000s. They were still, like, bad, at least winning in the division. They yeah. would they would flame out in the playoffs themselves, but they would tone that division. In there. They won a few, but, like, at that point, they were just. It was also the Yankees. I mean, they had the 90s Yankees. I mean, they were one of the best yeah. franchises ever. Yeah. Anyway, we don't need to do sports talk all day. But, yeah. uh, we, we're getting a lot of sports, you know, references in the back. I mean, like I said, Clarentine's talked about Scott Mitchell. The Lions, who who they get – Scott Mitchell was the backup. I think Dan Marino's backup had, like, two good games. They gave him a bunch of fucking money and went nowhere. I think he may have went to the playoffs a couple times again. Had Barry Sanders, so it's easier with that. But yeah, well, the reason we brought it up, the reason we talked about it, is because of uh, John Gruden, the uh, head coach oh, yes. of the uh, Las Vegas that. Raiders. That doesn't roll off the tongue. No, it's still crazy that there is a team in Vegas. It just tells yeah. us we're in an alternate timeline. Like, this isn't the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of alternate timeline, you see that video I put out from yes from last week's uh, show. Uh, which one? The one uh... about the uh, the Mark Stein music. Oh yeah, I did see that. You did because no one else fucking did. It's got oh. about thirty views. <laughs> so I'm glad. So my most probably the most, the most underperforming video I've ever put out. But um, oh no. Uh, but anyway, yeah, no, I did, I did. I thought I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny for us to encounter the uh, uh, entertainment from another dimension. But apparently, no one else did. Um, huh. Man, I don't know how to get ahead on this platform. Trying to no get because yeah. it doesn't no. seem like um, you like being subscribed to something means nothing. And yeah, we did say, say oh, I'm sorry, I, I screwed up the super chat because I'm no, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, 
that's somebody who's rock fan for five Canadian dollars. Says Matt, so I have to pay you to say my name now. Say my name, bitch. Say it. Say my Jesus name. Christ. Say my name. So hostile. Right. Yeah, you're a pretty hostile. That seventies rock fan. All right, your name has been said on the air. Again, assault me with your super chat. Uh, hello, Matt three one seven. Hail. Hey. Good to see you, sir. What is up? What is up? Um, what were we talking about? We were talking. Well, you were bringing up the John Gruden story. That's right. And then, um, what were we talking about? Oh, and then alternate reality oh, because alternate reality. the uh, Raiders have a team. Yeah, the Ra- right. oh, Las Vegas has a team. And then we were talking about the Mark Stein thing. And then I was talking about how crazy it is at the platform because I don't, being sub doesn't mean you'll ever see something you're sub to and vice versa. Like just because you put something out doesn't mean your subs will see it. Yes. So uh, I guess John Gruden. Now, what thing is, okay, so he, I guess privately he said a bunch of shitty things uh, in emails over an eight year period. Now, much like every single cancellation, I can't seem to find the actual emails. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you find them? No, no, no. It didn't... says, sorry, it says, uh, fucking LA Times. Hold on, I have to turn off my ad blocker. Dun, dun, dun. I thought the issue was that he was so critical of the commissioner, and then that was like. Well, he did. He did. <laughs> Call the commissioner Roger Goodell an anti-football pussy, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought is great. Um, I think that's awesome. Oh, wait, how do I hold on? When you click on extension on LA Times, and- shout out to the LA Times and their incredible uh, ad blocking ad yeah, block. Fuck you, blocking ad blocking technology. Just let me. God, God damn it! How do I? Okay, this website off. Great. All right. Good. Now the ad blocker's off. You fucking piece of shit. Um, and this is just LA Times. It probably won't. The thing is, every time they ever have these things, you never get the incriminating evidence. You just you just get the report on the incriminating evidence. It always says, "Oh, it was racist and misogynistic." It's like, well, let me let me decide whether that's yeah. the case or not. Just tell me what you know. Put the, just give me the yeah. Okay. So in another email, it says in quotes the ESPN personality. Well, he is an ESPN personality. Why put it in quotes? Anyway, uh, it says a clueless. This is what he called uh, a redacted football person. What? I think this is Roger Goodell. An anti, a clueless anti-football pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't disagree because I, I have not liked Roger Goodell I as a commissioner. No. And I like that he calls him an anti-football. That's funny to me. And it's accurate. It is accurate. I thought that was the real issue that he said something about the commissioner and that meant he had to, because the commissioner is an anti-football pussy. Uh, he was trying to like force him out of uh, yeah. his job and then he just left. If I'm, if I'm getting the gist of it, this is my interpretation, but that's what I thought. Well, it's that, but also I guess he went after that player, um, Michael Sam, the gay oh, yeah. player. You remember him? You, yeah. The Honestly... I feel like ESPN probably ruined that guy's life and his like, cause he was not going to be this superstar ever, but if he would have just, cause they've been gay players since, but have if he would have just, cause they made him into this big thing and they showed this moment 
That was when ESPN first started to dip his toe into the woke land. Yeah. If they would have just let him live his life, let him just be a, a six-round pick or whatever it was, he had had a better chance of being an NFL player. Instead, they made him into this, like, I don't know what they were trying to do. Make him into this, like, story, this talking piece. And then when his career flamed out, they was just like, all right, peace. It's like, well. Well, he wasn't very good. Uh, no. New Bomb Turk, by the way, can you get me a, that list? If you have like the link of that, I would really appreciate it. Um, uh, yeah, I did also hear that he called. Apparently, I heard he called uh, the commissioner that. Oh, maybe, he said something about but, the NFLPA guy. What's his name? I don't know. But what I was going to say about Michael is. Sam, I to me, it really did feel like a publicity stunt because he wasn't yeah. a very good player. Like, it, like, and it was pretty obvious. I think, like, he—I don't think he ever even got off the practice squad. No. And no. they basically like, and then like, I guess the Rams drafted him, and then the, they got they dropped him, and then he immediately went to the and the Cowboys picked him up, and I think the Cowboys were pretty piss poor that year. It really did just feel like publicity, like yeah. they're just gonna sell some jerseys, they're gonna get some good press for having a gay player on their team. I, I you know, I'm not saying you should call him the f dash 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 word, but like. Come on, let's be honest. This was this was just to look good. This is all yes. Yeah. And I None thought they did so at his expense because, like you said, he's not a good player. He's somebody that that you're, he hopes to make it on special teams type guy. You know what I mean? Hopes to make at it the, practice yeah. squad. Yeah, I mean, if you're on the he'd be happy squad, just to be on the, in the on the roster type guy, not a yeah, superstar. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're still one of the best athletes in the world, but you're not yeah. a professional player. So it is what it is. I mean, fringe fringe player at best. And so if you if you're not supposed to be the spokesperson. While you can barely make the team, it's like you make it harder for him to make the team. You make it harder for him to be out off the practice squad because now he's a spokesperson. He's just and everyone's gunning for him just based upon the clout and attention. You know, it's like, oh, so who is this motherfucker, man? Fuck yeah, him. you know. Well, Jeff Fisher took took the time to virtue signal the former coach of the Rams, and basically, worst, I mean, he's one a of the worst coaches shitty, in history. I was just Jeff gonna Rose. say he's a shitty coach. Like he's not a good coach. Like he had like I think like a few good years with the Titans, and that's about it. And I think his like record is one of the worst. Yes, it's a terrible record. I mean, he's not a good coach. But he took the, the opportunity to um, virtue signal on Twitter, and he says, as a head coach for over 20 years, we drafted or didn't draft players based on a variety of qualities. Their sexual orientation would never and should never play a role in the decision. Well, I want to applaud you, Jeff Fisher. You, sir, are the most virtuous of the virtuous. You are such a good person. Congratulations for being a king among men, you phony piece of shit. <laughs> the most ironic thing about Jeff Fisher is he like there's a legit argument. Like I'm not a, I'm not trying to be a, a race baiter guy, but like he's the coach people cite when they say, "Hey, there's not enough black coaches," but you let him coach forever. And you say, like, well, if he was black, would he have gotten that chance? Man, I mean, you had Marv Lewis, but at least Marv Lewis went to the playoffs and would flame out. Like, Jeff Fisher really did, like like you said, a few good years with the Titans and was a coach in the NFL 20 years where he should have been, like, seven. Like, Well, the Rams were also a garbage franchise for a long time. Part of that was him, though. No, I mean, <laughs> part of that is them, but part also it's like – they were too garbage I, I, to notice beforehand. Like, oh, we're still trash. No, I, I, there's I, I have a conspiracy theory about the NFL. I think certain teams take money to suck. Ooh. That's, you know, I, I, I believe that. 
Yeah, like I don't understand like how the Jets could be this bad this this many years, you know, like in and out. And then like certain teams are always good. Like the Steelers are always good. And yeah. I think they come from a good football culture. But I do think the NFL like I think it's rigged in a, in a certain sense. Like I think that they make certain teams just shitty and like no one cares about what goes on in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, a big they market. Were, they were in St. Louis a lot. Of yeah. That. No yeah, one gives yeah. a shit. Yeah, and then they go to L.A. Yep. Yeah. Then all of a sudden he's gone. Yeah. And, uh, man, you know what? Because you, when you talk about sports conspiracy theories, that's a whole rabbit hole. And I, I think there's know, more to it. It's like, yes, I know technically it's illegal, but I, I'm sure there's ways that they can manipulate in, it. I've always thought the NBA – I thought yeah. the NBA has been rigged for years. <clears throat> I think a lot of people saw it. I, I anyone who saw, and I mean, I love Kobe, love Shaq, but that series, like their run, their play, their run, championship run, had some some questionable things happen. Some yeah, a, a lot of stuff. And I saw when Kobe played the Celtics, mm-hmm. and I, I I was high on mushrooms when I watched that game. Oh shit! You might have saw something in another dimension. Oh. Dude, I was like, what is going on? Like, this guy is wide open, top of the key, not taking the shot. Yeah. Why? Like, it was weird things. It was like, there was just so much bizarre stuff going on in the court. Like, I was like, what is happening? Like, it just doesn't <laughs> feel right, you know? There's um, some questionable things happening. Lots of questionable things. Questionable things. Been... I remember uh, when LeBron, that first year against uh, Dallas, where he just played like crazy. Like bad though. Like he played like he had never played basketball before. Oh, is this the wait? Was this the one with when he was in Miami? Yeah, when he was in Miami with Bosch and uh, and uh, Bosch and Wade, the very Wade, first year. Wayne Wade. They go to and his his, his son, uh, in his very first year, and with Miami, they go into Dallas or they they're, they're going against Dallas, and I've never seen a great player play that like. It's not like he just played bad. He played like he had never played basketball before. Like he made, hmm. he looked like, and uh, wait now, he knows about the, uh, what was the MK Ultra program? Not to screw up your channel anymore. Janine said that. But like, you think someone in the crowd was sending radio signals to his brain? And he it, I swear shoot. on everything in love, it looked like that. I swear on everything in love. Like, there's somebody, like, because hey, I can't understand. I watched a bunch things. of that, those games. I remember that series. Like he just would ago, like so. freeze defensively awkwardly and freeze with the ball. Or if you tell me he had a massive panic attack, I would say okay. He had, or if he he was suffering from a panic disorder that he didn't have under control, okay. Otherwise, yes, yeah, something something. See, that's yeah. a little more conspiratorial than I would argue, just because it's like toss something in the drink. I you could toss something someone, in people's someone, drinks. Like it's, I, it's I would believe that, that they, wanky. I would believe that they rigged the games or that certain teams, like they rigged the lottery. I'd buy yeah. all that, but for a single player to like somehow be fucked with to not be good, like I don't know. Like LeBron, as good as he is, is still a human being, and he has off days and on days. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's, I don't know. I find that a little finished. tough to 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 believe. I'm not saying it's not the case. I'm just like, nah. I don't know about that. But you might be right. I don't know. There's something went. Listen, I've never seen a player like that perform. Even like there's there's bad there's ways to have bad games. It just look he looks scared. If if you say he just had a breakdown, it was his first time in the final. Well, no, it was the second time in the finals. 
first time on that big stage where he was expected to win and he just had a panic attack. Okay. Outside of a panic attack, I need an explanation of what happened. And I'm again, sure this is not going to help my uh, YouTube monetization. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, we're just talking no, about I'm how, just kidding. how we're going to get growth. I'm just kidding. Let's see if I have anyone. Is anyone else unsubbed? No. Okay. No one's unsubbed since Thank we you. started. So that's something. Thank you that's for staying good. with us. Thank you, everybody. You're all so wonderful. I love you. Uh, all right. Well, anyway. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. The fucking chat is all about all this stuff now. Georgia Guy Stones. What the Good fuck? God. Is all right, guys. No, I'm just it's, trying to keep my head I'm above sorry. water. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep my head above water. I don't need to get oh, fucking man. assassinated. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I guess Gruden, I don't know said a bunch of shitty stuff and now and then he had to resign and he had to resign because all these things were said i guess they were said in private while he was uh working for espn whoa oh yeah, more than six hundred and fifty thousand emails on the team server were reviewed as part of the probe and i think this has to do with the uh washington football team jesus John Gruden emails were part of June court filing by Washington football team owner Dan Snyder. This is this is very wonky. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's losing his job as a coach for what he did as a commentator. Yeah. What he said. What he said in private, or I guess not private, work-related, because he did work for ESPN. So let, let me at least clarify that. Um. But these were conversations internal to ESPN, yep. yep. In which he he may have used some colorful language, basically. I mean, well, I, the I guess New York the Times is calling it hate-filled correspondence, so I wouldn't call it colorful language. But yeah. like, okay, I know he apparently called Roger Goodell the other F word, and like you said, an anti-football pussy, <laughs> which he is. Um, but and like, that's so funny. I just agree with that. I've like never really liked Goodell. I thought he—that's when the rules started to get. Like, I get it. You, you want to protect players, but then he doesn't really want to protect players because then he adds more games. So it's just like whatever. Does, um, I just want to see the fucking emails. Everyone needs to tell me what to think about the emails. But I'd like to just actually see them if that's well, possible. State-sponsored media, like you can't even thing. see. Um. Yeah, what I can't was the Raiders' record, by the way? Weren't they doing well? Uh, and here's see. the other thing. Here's the other thing. What the fuck do you think a football coach thinks? <laughs> Are you surprised he casually says the F dash 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 word? Is that surprising to you? It's not surprising to me. Yeah. I'm not sitting here like, <gasps> What? A football coach calls uh, someone a, a fag? Whoa, really? God, you say to. it ain't so. Come on. Not supposed to use those words. I mean, you're not supposed to. I Look, the thing I think he did was, you should, what the hell are you doing in a corporate email? I agree. You shouldn't do that. That's unprofessional yeah. as fuck. And if the Raiders want to fire him for that, that's one thing. But that's not what's going on. We're, this is a witch hunt. Yeah. They were three and two for the Raiders. That's pretty solid so far. Yeah. Tied for second. It says third, but I mean they're both three and two. So uh yeah, they were doing pretty good. 
Um, I think it's only the second or third year in Vegas. I, I don't know. I mean, and I'm, I'm, we already went conspiratorial. I'm not sure if this is some sort of shaming ritual. Outside of that, uh, this does seem like a, <laughs> you are uh, so conspiratorial. I don't know. It, it does seem weird, man. I don't see like, and, and the weirdest part, and I guess this is not how media coverage is. The fact that you can't actually find, I can't the find actual them. emails. Can't find them. I'm going through article after article. No one is showing them. Yeah. Horrific. Oh, well, the Intelligencer uh, New York Magazine uh, calls these comments horrific. They're so horrific, you're not They're allowed to see them. Horrific. Horrific. Really? Th- you're this horrified. Is this language is so bad. It's censored from all human eyes. Not like and meanwhile, there are legitimate murderers in the NFL. <laughs> People who have, have actually taken other human beings' lives. Yeah, they are, aren't they? But this guy, uh, you know, he didn't like – he derided female referees and the gay former player Michael Sam, therefore off with his head. The female referees do suck. The male I referees agree. suck. I was like reading this. I'm like fucking beast. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're an alt-right Yahtzee. Yes. But like, okay. These referees in, in the in the goddamn sports suck. I, I'm sorry, this is the sports cult the culture sports fighters uh this episode. But like these referees do suck. And the the I'm seeing it. these female referees, I not just in NFL, the NBA. Listen, man. So I, the referee base for, is already terrible. I'm not trying to say they're worse. I'm just trying to say they seem to make more mistakes even than the men consistently and that may not be maybe they just both really suck and i just happen to notice the females more there is biases you know psychologically that could exist but man i will never i'm not trying to say that the refs don't have a hard job but i will never ever like defend the referees for the job they currently do in all these sports they are just terrible across the board i just see no reason why there needs to be a girl there i don't get it why? Why does there need to be a female Equality, referee for you any reason? It makes. But there's it, it not makes, even females on the fucking on the on the on the on the on the field. Why do you need a female? I, I have no clue why that matters, other than purely representation. That's the only reason I could think why you would need that. I just, I like maybe she's better for the job. No, maybe here's the problem with that, especially for football. With basketball, you could argue that there are like there has been well established like a high school female back. Maybe it did. I hope not. High school female basketball, college female basketball, pro. Even if whatever you think about WNBA is a pro level league, and then you have overseas leagues for women. So there are women who have played basketball for twenties and thirties of years to understand basketball. You can make the argument, hey. This woman could theoretically. I'm not saying do she it. doesn't no, get no, 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 the game. I'm sure she could be a terrific no, no, no. ref. I, but the th- I'm making this argument to counter football. That is oh, not she couldn't have the case football. Yeah. in football. So like I can accept that for basketball. I yeah whatever because like I said the men refs suck too. They they allow traveling. They allow you know you can't file oh anyone. God. Especially if you're a star. <laughs> the traveling rules are just I got it. I got it, New Bomb Turk. I got it. I got it. I have it. I'm in a conversation. I see it. 
Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we'll, we will get to it. I will get to uh, it. But that 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 argument can't be made for football. That there's not an establishment where a woman, based upon her own experience, could understand football to the same extent that they could in basketball because it's it ain't ballet. You know what I mean? It's it's some. I'm not saying women. There's, <laughs> that sounded so sexist. It's not ballet, toots. It all ain't. Right? Listen, you want to go it do ain't. the can can? Do it off the football field. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Football is a male sport. Clutches pearls. It just is. It just is. You want to know something? Beach volleyball is a female sport. I don't think men should play it. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't. Fuck well, you don't doing? tell that. Don't tell that to fans of uh, Top Gun. Well, Top Gun. I mean, but that's the scene. It's not like the the nobody who saw Top Gun follows beach volleyball like oh the, the brazilian male beach volleyball team is excellent what are you talking about like that's i, I heard this woman the other day just like how apm <laughs> says yes they should <laughs> okay there's a market you. how Excuse dare you take me. his happiness away um but uh no i i heard this girl the other day and just like how women have to wear bikinis when they play volleyball and men don't and that's bullshit it's like it isn't it isn't bullshit. I'm sure if they wanted to, they could wear whatever they want. I'm it's with you. Show women, your titties. They want Go it. On. They want to be looked at. They want to be admired. It's like it, we're, li- we're living in this fantasy land with these feminists who are like, oh, you know, it's just like, no, what? No, women, they, like, it's like uh, the whole Chris Rock bit. Women need food and compliments. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that's they need it. Like, they need to be, a, it, it's something that makes them feel good. It makes them feel valid. It's not, this is not a crazy out, outrageous thing to point out. All these um, feminists twerking on TikTok, and that's the other thing too. It's like as long as it's if it's empowering, then it's fine. If if there's any sense that the patriarchy made them do it, then it's the worst thing in the history of of man. You're like nothing you say makes sense. So what it is is somehow women want all the. I'm not gonna say women. Feminists, feminists. I mean, you specific. Feminists who are a plague. They want. Like all the attention, but like no, like they don't want any ugly guys attracted to them. They want somehow all the guys to be like, well, that's that's, that's women in general. No, I think that's women in general. I think talking, I think feminists want it to be like it's a one way flow. Yeah, that's what like I'm trying to they get. get yeah. All the attention, but it's almost like the way a celebrity gets attention. Yeah. And there's like a wall of security around her and she just gets to be admired and appreciated. And, oh, yes, I will take your money, but I give nothing in return. Yes. Uh, Women in general, I think, only want attractive men to like it's like women. They get all like this, like, oh, like appalled when men like hit on them during the day, like when they don't want to be hit on. You know what I mean? Like because when they want to be hit on, it's like they're insulted that you didn't. But when they don't want to be hit on, they're insulted that you did. It's like everything just kind of has to go her way. Yeah. Uh, whenever she wants it, but that's just—I think that's just kind of a universal female trait. I don't. But think that's that why feminist. This is is taking its way into feminism. It's still a part of the energy. It's like, hey, I want all. Okay, hell, Better wait, wait down. down. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you, man. Uh, but it's like they—they they want to be like, like you said, like, like a celebrity. They want to be like show their ass, literally show butt ass. And get all of this like empower, like empowerment and all this attention, but no content, no consequence. There's no nothing. 
Like also nothing be- for the audience. Like the men are not even supposed to really oh, yeah. derive pleasure no from it. It's pleasure supposed to be something. No. Yeah, it's supposed to be like almost like a punishment. Like it's supposed to be like, yeah. And, you know, she's in power and, you know, you're a patriarchal man. It's like you're supposed to just sit there with like your hands cuffed. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. while you're while you're aroused uh, and look at this attractive woman. You're but, not you supposed know, to be aroused. Like you're supposed to put like a cod piece there or something. Well, I think you're supposed to be like aroused, but not satisfied. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. supposed to be punished for being a man. Like that's almost how this it's like it's almost like some sort of dominatrix culture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. And uh um, yeah, down with the patriarchy, the male gaze, all this other <laughs> shit. The male gaze. Which is like if any of these women had to survive like a week without having all the privileges they get for being a woman, like they would collapse in in a heap. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean all women, I just mean these particular women like who think that like the entire patriarchy world patriarchy are written. bad, men are yeah, trash. Yeah. On my iPhone, <laughs> drinking my latte in my car that was all built by men. Because there's lots of baller ass women who take who do genuinely take care of themselves and work hard and don't play into any of this bullshit. But a lot of these women live in such a bubble that if you pop that bubble, like they'd have an emotional breakdown. Yeah, most of these women and throughout history, most of the the people who quote unquote want the most social change are like the most privileged. It's usually the upper middle class. Very often. Um nothing to do like yeah like because even back in the day um and hail elvis. Girl, elvis. Hail elvis wait hold on did i do it right Ib- oh fuck ibramovic Ibr- ibrahamovic ibrahamovic fuck i tried to do it the other night and i thought i got it right but now i can't oh hey by the way i did not delete your comment uh fuck destroyer class cruiser that that comment on the expanse i didn't delete that that was youtube automatically got rid of it so just so you know they do that sometimes. Uh, I don't know why. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, brother. All right, but isn't the girl said something about uh, that she has to work now uh, because of feminism? So yeah. back in the day, there were women that still had jobs. They usually didn't have, like, full-time jobs. They were, like, oh, you know, part-time jobs. But, like, it, because, you know, there was, like, poor people. You don't just didn't make enough, hey, hey, and, hey. you know, at, at certain jobs, even as a man. But it wasn't like a, a, a necessity. So the women who were so upset were the women who couldn't work, the women who are, or didn't work because they they were wealthy enough not to need to work because there were indeed poor individuals who still had to at least do something. Yeah, I mean, plenty of women worked during the uh, E. Bramahovic. Thank you. We are e. tardy. E. Bramahovic. No. E. Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic. Oh. Ibrahimovic. That's there it. we go. Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic. Thank you. Sorry, I'm stupid. Look, I'm not from your culture, okay? It, I, I hate that. That it's, it's like when people say it's like it's racist because you mispronounce someone's word. Like, I'm sorry I don't understand the, the intonations of every single language on the fucking planet. Like, that's not racism. I'm just not from your fucking culture. Like, that's ridiculous. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. You're, oh, you mispronounced my name. You're racist. Get fucked. You, you're a bigot. That's the problem. You're an alt-right bigot. You're supposed to know everything and do everything right, and you're supposed to brain, you know, be able to brain read people. I saw the – you see that video where um, – I want to say it's a Taco Bell where it's a guy. I want to say he's a Hispanic guy, and there's a trans woman in the, the fucking 
car and he's like saying something to her. He's like, I don't know what your pronouns are. And then she turns the phone to herself sarcastically, like, duh, you would know what my pronouns are. And I'm like, no, ma'am or, or, or madam or whatever. I don't know what your pronouns are. No one does. And that's what he was yelling at her. But it was almost like she was like, oh, yeah, well, duh, of course you would. You can see that I'm a woman. They're like, no, you can't because you have a five o'clock fucking channel, dude. And you're like brolic looking. And it's, it's like so annoying. It's like we all need to live in this fucking fantasy land to to just, you know, Tumblr's not the real people. world. And they're trying to make it into the real world. They're like, the thing is, determined. like, I. I've met people in my life, like I had a teacher in college where it was like it was weird for like a week, but after a while you're like, oh yeah, no, he he's a chick. Like you just feel like that's a like it's a female energy. I am fine saying that. I'm not the kind of person who's like gonna no no. It's like no, I I get it. And if you want to be called that, I don't care. I it's am not, too. But like, know. don't assume I'm supposed to be this rocket science that knows exactly what you're doing without like. How am I supposed well, don't, to know? But also, don't force me to do it. Don't yeah. penalize me if I don't. Like, I am a polite person. I will most likely treat you that way. But it's like this entitlement when it's like, okay, but I could use science to prove that that's not your gender. So you're insane. You're yelling at me like I'm completely out of line and 100% irrational when it's like, uh, actually not. Like I'm being very rational. It's like I I can understand how you feel. I can I can yeah. respect how you feel, and I can uh, you know, you know, treat you with respect in that regard. But for you to be like, how dare you? It's like, well, okay, slow down, toots, because technically, yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Like I can prove otherwise. So it's like I don't know why. Like the, the, that's the thing that bothers me about cis, like the the prefix cis. Yeah, I hate that because. What that does is require you to acknowledge trans people every single time you speak about anyone. And, like, that's just all that is is just more, you know, like clout and, and self, you know, congratulations. It's like you have to acknowledge trans people even when you're not even addressing trans people at all. It's like that's ridiculous. At, that, that's insane. I will treat these people how they want to be treated, like, politely, but I don't have to acknowledge their existence every single time I acknowledge a human being. That's crazy. Well, that's why that that's progressive. That's what we're supposed to do because some college educated individual told us this. Five, yeah, six exactly. years ago, cis was never even a thing that anyone cared about. Neither was most of this stuff. No, none but of now shit. it is, and and that therefore, you know, I'm seeing Latinx everywhere. Now uh you're not Puerto Rican anymore. You're not Dominican. You're not Mexican. You're just Latinx. You're all just Latinx. Latinx. You're it's not ridiculous. even. <laughs> I'm so lost sick of these narratives. I'm so tired of these narratives. One rough girl says, I hate that cis stuff. It's demeaning to the true nature of being a woman. I agree. Yeah. I think women are losing out on a lot of this shit, too. You're just a person with a vagina. Yeah. You're what not are you a woman? A, are you a turf, one rough girl? Don't be such a turf. Yeah. Do you know what a TERF is? Yeah, I do know. Uh, it was a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. And I say I have no love for TERFs because I have no love for any feminism regardless. So you guys are but still just idiots. just that they're fragmenting themselves in these yeah. micro, like, oh, radical. And it's also they're radical, radical because they don't agree with your narrative. Therefore, they're radical. Radical, man. It's like they're, they're, they're acknowledging actual gender, and therefore they're radical. I was like, all right, shut up, you fucking idiot. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's awful, awful, uh, awful. But yeah, I'm not pro turfs anyway because feminism is a plague and fuck feminism. Yeah, I feminism said it, suck. and I, I'm sorry I to say it, it on your channel. I should probably. I've always hated it. 
Ever yeah. since I was like even a kid, like I remember even being in like like middle school with my buddy making fun of feminism. There you go. Look at you, proto based. Yeah, proto based. That's me. That's me. No, I was thinking about the Latinxes. Latinx yeah. is my favorite mutant superhero. That's funny. Uh, the Latinxes. I was thinking about that. I am so fucking sick of the European colonizer narrative. Like, as if Europe was this evil force throughout the world where prior to their, you know, horrible, disdainful poisoning of the planet, everyone was just holding hands and hugging and and being charitable and, and, and not being homophobic and treating each other with love and just hugging each other and every culture was thriving. And then these evil Europeans with their guns and swords ruined everything. It's like, are you fucking serious? You really believe that that's how the world was? Like, do you have any idea what Japan did in World War II to China? Like, fuck that. What about Genghis horrifying. Khan? Horrifying. Genghis Khan, all the things that went on in India, all the different wars and warlords that have existed throughout history. And the I can't idea remember, who was that it's, either the it's, Aztecs it's, or the Mayans? Weren't they eating hearts? Yes. One of them were. The idea that it's unique. To Europeans is maybe one of the biggest misnomers. They're like, oh, yeah, Europeans are so beings bad. Are crazy. Yeah, it's well, like Europeans culture. are so bad. Compared to fucking what? Compared to what? Well, yeah, why people bad? That's what my college told me. So, yeah. yeah. That's but really no, what like, it is. Human beings, regardless of race of culture, like if you just look at history as one big thing, people have done fucked up things forever, man. Yeah. And they, they still do, and they they still will. <laughs> like that's just China's new, numerous internal wars. Yeah, yeah that's why I said Genghis Khan. Uh, numerous wars along the African continent. There's still new. There's been numerous wars in 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 most continents, even in Europe. I mean, fucking, yeah. we got <laughs> Croatian uh, Croatian representation that can tell us that. Uh, this is. I don't think people understand how um, exceptional America really is. I don't think people really realize this <laughs> multicultural. This multicultural, <laughs> you can um, govern yourself to some extent, even though that's, that's that's leaving us. But like how this experiment actually worked out well better than it could have ever possibly worked out. That is America. Not hasn't been perfect. The, no. Not everything's perfect. Human beings aren't perfect. Um, but this has never happened when you've had a country with this many cultures. Um, it's the and, most progressive the, country in the history of man. Yes, by a long shot. Yeah, by by a, a enormous long shot. Still one of the most progressive companies, countries, if not the. Yeah, on the people planet. like to idealize all these other nations. It's like you literally can't own property in Japan if you're not culturally Japanese. Yeah, you can't. It's illegal. It's a law. Yeah. Like, talk about exclusionary. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you can the thing you can. That's why they have to create all these narratives, because like you can do anything in this country. You know, like if you can do it, like it's like if you can compete and succeed, there is there are no limitations. I mean, obviously, there's limitations in the sense that people will be competitive. People will try to stop you. But that's that's going to be true in human nature anywhere you go. Yeah. Like I'm not saying this country is perfect. It's not. 
there's plenty of terrible things that go on routinely. And I'm like one of the people I, I don't like what the government does. I don't like all the foreign wars and the, and the nation building, all that. Bull- I hate all that. I hate I don't think our military should be as giant as it is. All these there's plenty of reasons why this country is imperfect. However, the opportunity here is second to none. Yeah. How can you even argue that? It is, it is an arguable. Um, what, no disrespect like, to, my, to my blokes over in Britain, but I mean, I, I don't really see any other country li- quite like America where you can literally come from nothing and build yourself into, you know, to wealth, even to, to, to being able to take care of yourself. It's easier to go from zero to something here than anywhere else in the world. At least that I that I've seen. Because why else are, are so many people trying to get into this country? That's what I was just gonna say. I mean, I was really. I, was, I mean, that was like the. It was like the same people who want to deride this country and, and talk shit about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, APM would agree. Oh Lord. Yeah. Um, are also like you know they're they're horrified about not letting like the dreamers in and like all the immigrant caravans and all that's so horrified that they won't you, know, you won't let them in but they're but also it's like well why would we let them into this awful country you know yeah. um ryan joke uh, ryan joke ryan long had a great joke about this last night it was so funny i don't like to give away comics material but it's so pertinent to what we're talking about plus this isn't that big of a channel so he um he was saying about how like america's like kind of like the um like the spoiled rich kid of of the country i mean of of the world where he goes uh it's like you got like a pool and a trampoline and go-karts and like everyone wants to like come over oh hey man can we come hang out can we come out your place and he's like no you think it's so great but you don't get it my dad's such a nazi (laughs) (laughs) basically that's so funny it's so true (laughs) <laughs> basically i like ace mr free uh with a richard jenny quote says america's slogan should be 20 million illegal immigrants <laughs> that's really funny that's a good joke there you go that's funny that's a good joke yeah, yeah. no i think uh i i the more we go along this path um that we're on the more we talk about this and the more i read like thomas soul and stuff like that the more i'm convinced that really like there is a war on America, a war on Western values, and it is like a long-running psyop to destabilize this country. Like I, I really have no other conclusions that I could draw. Yeah, I just don't. It, I can't. I can't think of another reason why. Like I don't think the left's empathy is so run amok that it's become a destructive force. I think that's a tool that yes. people exploit. I absolutely agree. I definitely think. Um, and uh, Ibrahimovic, Elvis, Ibrahimovic. Um, that's it. There you go. He says America is behind Croatia in evolution because uh, we already fought off the communists for independence 25 years ago, and you're about to enter that shit storm. I thought, I mean, I thought McCarthyism, one of the, you know, say what you will, one of the benefits is we were supposed to get rid of him, but it looks like uh, McCarthy was right. And we Dude, did get rid amazing. of the communists. So many, so much of the Red Scare is completely vindicated now. Yeah, like everyone looks at that. Like, yes, everyone looks at that like like a a sad time in our history. Like, oh, you out to touch these people? They were all right. They were hundred percent correct. There is a long running (laughs) psyop to destabilize this country, and they are going after your children. (laughs) Yeah, they went after your children, and then they had us, and now they're going after our kids or the the current generation of kids. They're right. They were all right. Now, I'm not saying they handled it well. I don't think we should have all these proxy wars, but they were yeah. correct. They were correct. 
The communist. Like, look at the education system. Like, ground zero. That's how we learn. That's how these people are learning cisgendered and BIPOC yep. and Latinx yep. and all these other cultural Marxism elements. That's where they're learning, hey, capitalism bad. Yep. Capitalism bad, America bad, white man bad. White man bad. And they, they just say these terms. Man they don't bad. even know what capitalism or communism is. They, no, they just no clue. They heard these terms. Capitalism is rich people getting richer, therefore bad. Communism, Which, money look, spread around, therefore they're not, good. They're not necessarily wrong about that. But generally, what I, as far as I can tell, what enables that is bad government. Yeah. That's what I see. And I'm like, I know that might be naive or like overly simplistic, but it does seem like a lot of times these like sort of these like uh, capitalism run amok is they rig the system so that they yeah. can't lose. Nine, yeah, a lot of these big, too big to fail companies, though, either, you know, we saw them get bailed out a generation ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even before then, they uh, they'll often have regulatory say so they'll be eight, yep. they'll be the ones regulating themselves and therefore yep. kind of rig things yep. in their uh in their favor in their favor and really yeah. that's a symptom of that can happen in any government system where you're talking right. about and it does people for sale i mean that's just there's not i don't know how you necessarily prevent that outside of the um stewardship of the citizens like the citizens have to call that out and uh, with uh, the way our media, we, we're just now realizing our media has been lying to us. If you play that back in reverse, you can only imagine what we've been like fed over the past 50, 60 years. No, it's true. Well, the thing the thing about it is, is we are not genuinely educated as no. people like I'm, I'm listening to this book right now. Basic Economics by Thomas Sowell. And I'm only like I don't hell, know, Thomas six. Hell, I'm only like six or seven hours into this audiobook. And already, like, my mind is blown about all the things I didn't know that I needed to know. You know, like, like just the way markets are controlled in general. Like, the fact that the audacity that a human being would attempt to take that on is so contrary to, like, authentic progress. And mm-hmm. how much economic data contradicts like socialism or communism in any real way like it's it's not even a matter of opinion it's just that it's impossible for a government organization to regulate that many prices you just can't do it like you 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 don't have the resources like you you don't have the time it it ends up becoming so much more bloated and things end up costing so much more than they would if it was all private if it was just regular competition and like like the way he breaks down like what how profits motivate progress like it's not a bad word it's it's not a naughty thing to have profits it's it's incentive and it's like without incentive you don't have these things and it's it's so it's just so fascinating, and it's like they don't teach this shit in school. They really don't. No, and because they don't want you to learn this shit because because they're the ones who they because they're ideologues. They're they're complete yes. ideologues, and yes. they um. We've talked. We've had this conversation before about how, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I said it in this way, but I feel like if you would have taught my mom's generation time and so, none of this would be happening. I agree. I agree. If we taught, uh, if we taught that and critical thinking, like authentic critical thinking, we yeah. wouldn't have these problems. But like critical thinking is discouraged. Yeah, it's antithetical. Like, 
you need to fall and look and this isn't just a problem of the left the right is this is just as much a victim of this i think a lot of what we're living through right now with the right is the left's fault mm-hmm. i mean i'm sorry the what left we're is, with the, the, left right's is the right's fault of like how they used to be the authoritarians of the country now mm-hmm. the left has gotten the, they're now they're the authoritarians in response to the way the right used to be because i was listening to an old opie and anthony episode Mm-hmm. And it was Rogan was calling in, rallying against the Catholics because this was back when there wasn't really social media the way it is. Like the, yeah. the canceling used to come from the right, mm-hmm. and he was attacking them for having problem with words. This is what these were these were like verbatim. Rogan was saying this about the Catholics, and you're like, holy shit! Like that's the left now. Like the left has a problem with the words. They don't like the words yeah. you use. Back then, it was the dirty language. Now, it's the homophobic language or whatever the or, hell it is. Yeah, it's the phobic language because everything's racist. Everything's homophobic. Everything's bigoted. Yeah. And and so, like, it was just – it was amazing to hear him, like, rallying against these people. But it's, like, it's just shifted who is doing the, like, the, the, the suppression. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, the same suppression. People. It is suppression. Yeah. It's the, same, it's the same energy. It's just different – coming from a different source. Yeah. I, I do think the thing that separates it now, and it probably just has more to do with the technology available. Yeah, use critical That's thinking, well not critical theory. I like theory. that, brightest day. That should be a t-shirt. Um, but, okay, we live in this now social media age, and I can't say that it would be different if social media existed where there was a more, you know, Catholic, right, authoritarian uh, system. Well, the left like, seized on it. The left seized Yeah, that's what media. I mean. Yeah. With social media being such a leftist, with the way our world works, yeah, with where you have the digital platforms being so um, overwhelmingly censored in a certain way, where we yeah. can't say certain things. So, and then you you have the media. It's like they what they're doing now is like they're able to to reach way more people at once than the and stir them up in the past and stir them up. And again, that's that is a uh, just a, as much of a technological thing as it is, you know, the left versus right. But yeah, they, yeah, the it's really good psychological warfare, point. though. Yeah, it's very good psychological warfare. Like they know exactly how to, because they get me too. Like you find yourself arguing with these leftists, and you're 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 arguing in their playground. You yeah, know what I mean? you're playing with their toys, and you're like, wait a minute. None of these toys are these aren't even real. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything you're saying, like this isn't even like you have a foregone conclusion that I don't even agree with, and I'm yeah. arguing you on that. It's like, wait a minute, no, no, hold on, let's take it back to the conclusions that America has always been racist or whatever. You know, it's yeah, like we're let's arguing just, off a, a face uh, a false premise, basically. Yeah, yeah, like let's restructure this entire discussion because I don't even agree with your supposition before we even move forward. But it's like they they manage to trick and confuse people, and like I'll tell you what. It's been really discouraging for me being in the uh, the Austin comedy scene. How many fucking just people coming from a leftist point of view when they're doing their stand-up? Mm-hmm. It's so disappointing. You're like, ah. Well, you know what? I have a question about that. Are they successful? Like, are they leftists and the leftists laugh it up and it's, it's, it's uh, working? Like they, no, they get some laughs. Yeah, they get some laughs. Lots of guilt laughs. Like, a lot of, a lot of people passing off social lecture as comedy. You know, yeah, because they say it kind of upbeat with like a little bit of laughter in their voice, but it's really just yeah. a social lecture. It's just sounding off, and it's like the typical. It's not even that. Cre- it's all you know. Black people are victims. The whole same shit. Mm-hmm. You're just like, Ugh. all right, whatever. Like it's it's mm-hmm. just so boring, and it's like it's the thing is like even if that narrative is true, which I guess on some level it's true, but it's like <sighs> even if that was the facts, 
I heard all this. This isn't, you don't have a new angle on it. This isn't creative or clever. It's just the same and boring I'm like, bullshit. I hate, man, I really hate the, the like, regardless of the the history of, of the shit that's happened in this country, and it's been a lot of fucked up things, it's still fucked up things, right? Sure. I'm, I am not with the, like, I should be encouraged to be a victim just from a psychological masculine stamp. I'm a man. I'm not a victim. Ever, ever, ever to anyone. And I'm not below anyone. My biggest gripe with uh, the left or the SJWs is not, you know, that there is no institutional racism, that they, in fact, are the institutional racism. That you are the ones who are causing a lot of the issues that you're complaining about. Yes, Uh, your policies are holding down an entire community. Yes, and on top of that, like you are always um, infantile, infantilizing. Us. Yes, and I'm tired of being infantilizing these conversations. As like you it should pisses be. me off. You that should. genuinely pisses me off. So I don't go with the victim thing because I'm the type of person like even if you're not supposed to like sell it anyway. Like you're not. I'm not supposed to be like, oh my god, you know, white people have just. I don't know what to do with my life because the, the white man's just been holding me down. It's like, fuck that. Are you fucking kidding me? Not let anybody hold me down. Fuck I have off. lots to contribute to this conversation, but I did want to point out, lost another subscriber while we've been doing this. No! Come back! I don't think we anyone miss left. you. I don't think anyone left. I think they just yeah, took another not. one off the fucking total, off the pile. 1630, down to 1630. Awesome. Guys, Make sure you pl- uh, please make sure you're subscribed. Uh, press like and share for the love of God. Please yes. help this channel. Sharing out. is caring. <laughs> Why won't you let the good whiteies help you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're a hundred percent right. I think it's true racism. Uh, it, like you said, infantilization is a perfect way to put it. Cause that's what it is. It's like this whole thing with like voter IDs. It's like, fuck me. Are they children? Like, how can that? Why can't black people get an identification? Like, how and how many black people don't have an identification? Like, what do you mean? Like, like <laughs> you need it for so many other things. Like, how could an entire population not have identity? What are you talking about? Uh, but let, I wanted to ask you, uh, why do you? Because it is the the sad truth is it is actually very widespread though in the black community. Like, as far as I could tell, and as far as I've been able, why do you think that is? As far as what the. Why do you think the black community is so susceptible to this victim narrative? Ooh. I don't know if we have enough time in the podcast, but let me try to uh sum it up. I it's not just man, and I, I saw something on it somewhere along the line, maybe it was the sixties or the seventies. You know what? There I think part of it is the hist there is a fucked up history in this country. That's not sure deniable right um and somehow there became a thing where like i think because somehow it became a thing we're pointing out the the atrocities to a lot of people became like a a symbol of blackness like pointing out how oppressed we are yes and pointing out how and constantly being antagonistic somehow got conflated mm. with like blackness and the most interesting element of it. And I've talked about it and you've been like kind of in disbelief is a lot of this, believe it or not, 
is like in the uh they they would call me a, a coon or whatever for for not you know having you know views on narrative but a lot of what they're doing is for the um attention of white people one of the biggest examples i can get mm. is a uh, fucking white privilege yourself what's the fuck is that demon's name white chick robert d'angelo yeah got it she uh, has worked with uh detroit's own michael eric dyson before and I think he even wrote the foreword of a book and he's this kind of black revolutionary type guy, but he, at the end of the day, he's looking for this, this white woman to impress. You know what I mean? A lot of those black revolutionaries, uh, look for a, a white liberal to impress fucking. Um, is it, is it status? Is that, does that like internally, does that feel like that would be that this, their status is increasing I because like the you. intellectual class now acknowledges them? Maybe I think there's a lot of people like there's a lot of people who want like acknowledgement from white people, but and, and I'm just the type of person like my personality is, you know, I don't really give a shit what anyone thinks about any. Like I, I joked about the women, like I don't care about any uh woman's opinion is on anything. Truth is, I don't give a fuck what any human being's opinion is on anything with any subject for the most part. Like I, I don't, I'm not gonna let black white man woman straight gay anyone else their opinion to me like impact me i'm not looking for anyone's validation i'm not looking for anyone's like negative validation i'm just i'm just a natural just do my own thing type person so like a lot of people got caught up and especially in the social media age of like showing out like there's this thing you ever heard of black fishing no that's apparently when white uh, celebrities try to act black in some way, which I, I still don't know. Oh, how yeah, yet, yeah, I get that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah. And Politicians try to do it themselves terrible. They're the worst, yeah. With black culture. I Sometimes... I keep hot sauce in my purse. Oh, I want to punch that bitch after that. We know. Uh, I shouldn't say that because I don't want to get uh, Clinton cited. But you wanted to. You didn't say you were yes. going to go do it. No, you just had that urge internally. That's yeah. what it is. But, um, control my feelings, YouTube. Yeah, so like, there's a. I think um, in that same vein, not that they're necessarily fishing to act white, but they're they're looking for like, especially now. There's the like, I want that. Some people have joked the hug from the That's white an interesting man. Interesting theory. You know, like I, I definitely think there's a lot of people in the 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 black rage community that want yeah. validation from Caucasian individuals. So that's why they they uh pattern still, their black rage by the liberal okay the liberal academic standard yeah that's an interesting theory i think there's something to that because there's something about like you hear a lot of especially people who are caught up in this uh, still identify with their relationship with white people like that is still very important to them yeah. how how they're how they match up and how the overall of the black community compares to the white community yeah, it's, yeah, it's like it's these two collectives, which mm -hmm. it isn't. It certainly isn't. And, and most of the white people who live in this country came here well after slavery. Yeah. Uh, like even their ancestors. I don't, I don't even mean, you know, like I mean, like like because of the uh, influx of European immigrants in the 30s through Ellis yeah. Island. Most of my ancestors, most people's ancestors came then and, and had nothing to do with whatever slave trade was going on here in the you know, 17, yeah. 1800s. Um, but regardless it's still like this sort of, oh, we are this group and you are this group. And until we're exactly the same, there's a problem. 
And and that's all that matters. It doesn't matter about any other facts or ancillary uh, factors or, you know, reasons. It's simply that you are white and you are doing better. I am black and I am not. Therefore, racism. Yeah. And it's not helped um, by a lot of people who want to use racism as like a as a a, a boogeyman as a term yeah, as a yeah. tool. But no, just the threat of racism. Oh, th- right. there is a threat of racism. White supremacy. As, I mean, they're yeah, doing it more but, now than ever. And now, it, it, because like I don't think, I, I think buddy. one of the big myths. And yeah, I gotta uh, work in a little bit too. Yeah, we're wrapping uh, up too. We're we'll wrapping it up in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but oh shit, I kind of semi lost my thought. Um, basically, I, I think a lot of people. Um. A lot. Of the, the biggest myth is that all black people are liberal, and that's that's not the case. Yeah. I think most black people, as far as you, if you look at the voting amongst black people, it, it's overwhelmingly liberal. But I don't think most black people vote. I genuinely do not. I heard. Larry, so they, I think it was Larry Elder that I was listening to him make that point. And I was like, motherfucker, he made it really well. And it's like that's the weird thing now with like Lil Nas X. I'm like, when the hell did the black community get down with gay people? That is a very new thing. <laughs> Well, that's been pushed over the past, I would say past 10 years, 10, 15 years, been really heavily pushed. Really yeah. heavily pushed. That's and one it's of almost my things. becoming synonymous. It's really weird. Well, I was talking about this. Okay, we didn't talk about gay Superman, but gay Superman's um, boyfriend is apparently Japanese. That's not been tossed. Uh, His name is Nakamura. His last name well, is Nakamura. Japanese and I'm guys like are that, pretty gay, though. Huh? Oh, poor Japanese <laughs> guys. That's good. Uh, but no, I'm like they are always making uh, their boyfriends like non-white. Like they're always yeah, trying always, to emasculate. Oh, they do that all. Uh, I hate to use the term "people of color," but they're always trying to emasculate. Rather, it's black people, Latin people, um, or well, Asian, but particularly black. It, it's yeah, it's because... a heavy emphasis on black right now. That's well, it's such thing. a masculine culture, and like black dudes, at least American black guys for the most part, they're fu- generally very alpha like they're usually in great like a lot of dudes are in incredible shape so much more yeah. muscular just naturally just born muscular yeah, yeah, yeah. so fucking frustrating i'm like i work yeah. out all the time i'm not even close to how muscular you are you, you just wake up and you're fucking shredded i don't Fuck i you. do not get those genetics but, <laughs> but some dudes do <laughs> yeah and yeah. it's like you know they're also like uh i think a lot of black men are, are very sexualized in this culture too you know what i yeah. mean like but legitimately you know what i mean like they mm-hmm. just you know for for valid reasons uh so that's BBC all very porn and shit like that. What's that? I said BBC porn shit like that. BBC porn, of course, all that you know, all that stuff. But I think <laughs> that's a threat to if you're like feminist supremacy, like if that's like your sort of end goal is to be you know more female. That legitimately, that is probably the biggest threat because it's it's almost like there's so much pure masculinity in the black community that it's mm-hmm. like that needs to be dealt with. So it's almost like if you emasculate the entire population in uh, you know, in service of equi- equity or equality for all, it's kind of like it'll get through. Yeah, I, I think they've definitely sent a dildo on left that Matt wants to get. Yeah, left. I know. So, uh, I, I think um, I, I've said this before and again. Like, there's always been like a feminism has hated the black community forever. Like. I'll yeah, talk about yeah. The abortion it, it, thing. It needs the black community to just act, you know. And I've talked behave. about the myth. Yeah, and and I, I've said, you know, my joke is feminism has hated the black man ever since uh, 
Gloria Steinem got pumped and dumped by Jim Brown in the 70s or the 60s, whatever it was. But it, it really has been like a real attack on it. I feel like we were the ground zero for a lot of the stuff that's happening that's in interesting, culture. Interesting. Um, the things, and that's part of part of that's conspiratorial, but part of it, I mean, I have evidence for it. Like, but if you look at it, right, and you've pointed out like the the, the real black genocide, which is all the abortions, all the abortions, which the is single like a great mom point. thing is now being culturally put. It used to just be kind of a, I would say, past 20, 40 years in the black community, because in the fifties there wasn't a black single wasn't mom like epidemic. That. No, and it's like it's almost like a um, and not a prized as... characteristic to like mm-hmm. abandon like the mother. Yeah, or to kick cool. the, the kick the uh, the father out of the house. That's what a or lot that. of the the welfare programs did. You can't have a father in the house, or else you you get less benefits. Yeah, man. And that's now true. that's a good point. The co-parenting thing—they've taken Shit. this this element that they pushed. Um, this is my theory. They pushed it on us. And now you guys got to deal with it. They've made it a little bit. They've cutened it up. It was co-parenting, but it's like you're you're not in your son's house. You know what I mean? He, he's they're trying to get you guys to they're trying to normalize single motherhood as like yeah. the default way of parenting for all cultures now. But you're kind of like it's interesting that you said it. Really does feel like this was that was the preliminary experiment where no yeah. one was going to notice or care. Yeah. And then we're going to, like, you know, kind of destroy this community, whatever. And then we're going to try it on the com- larger community in a few yeah. years. Like, it's kind of what you're right. It just feel like that. Yeah. And then just think about think about hip hop. Like, I didn't like remember it used to be something that they hated and shit. And you it was like stumping on CDs and shit. It was almost like some satan- satanic panic shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now it's like the most popular thing. They even got fucking white rappers. Shout out to Tom McDonald. Well, I was but smoking no, I mean, weed one time. This was back in college, and I was listening to um, uh, that great song. Um, it ain't no fun if the homies don't get none. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I was, like, smoke- I was like, I was like, this is kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, all they're doing is just talking shit on women, and like they don't like women, and it's all about the guys. I'm like, this is sort of gay. Like, it's just kind of like. I don't, I don't know. It just sort of hit me. I was like, huh. It's a little. Oh, man, I wish I had the. I think filthy Franklin. This is kind of gay. It's kind of uh, gay. But like, it, you know what that song is? And honestly, that whole concept of like passing pussy around is gay. Like, I don't want to fuck someone that's fucked my friend and multiples of my friends. Yeah, like, and we're it's all like the gonna only like ones you respect are men, and you don't re- you don't respect women at all. I'm like, it's oh, a little gay, dude. Yeah, I'm not about to celebrate uh, passing around pussy. That's not that's something. No, I don't. I don't understand that when people can like completely dehumanize some like a person like that. Women do it too, though. By the way, it's yeah. not like just a male thing. Like I'm encountering some weird shit here in Austin. I'm like, God damn, you guys are fucking different, man. You really do not just you don't give Sherry's a shit. Scary. I guess I sharing know. is caring, <laughs> um, but it is after two, and I know you got to get going. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we should wrap this show up. Um, yeah, my apologies for being late. I was just got a little drunk at that show last night and just slept through my alarm. Apologies, hey, no worries, man. No worries, man. And you know, what? I didn't. I'm, I wanted to mention the movie. I didn't like. I'll save it for the cocktail lounge. But, oh, oh wait, okay. my guest hosting. Oh yeah, I gotta hammer those details out because my oh, yeah, buddy, yeah. my buddy's in town. Well, not in town. He's in Houston, but uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna go to the Renaissance Fair. 
Uh, oh, cool. speaking, of, speaking of gay, uh, we're going to go to the Renaissance <laughs> Fair on Saturday. Uh, so I, I'm probably going to drive down to Houston Friday night. Oh, yeah. um, you know, and I, I don't want to do that at like three in the morning. So I'm yeah, sure yeah, if, yeah. yeah, if you could guess those, that'd be great. Uh, we'll figure that out. We'll hammer out the details. I'd like to try to start on time if possible, but you yeah. can't. So I don't know who yeah. else I'd get to guest host. Maybe we'll just start late. It is what it is. Okay. Uh, what movie was it, though? Okay. Yeah, because I know my job. A, a I, teaser I, for Friday. Actually, you know what? Give me a second and I can stay another like two or three minutes if, if it's okay. okay. Just give me sure. one second. Yeah, I'll be I'm right back. Back for me for a little bit. Okay. Um, chat, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I appreciate it. Uh, if you guys haven't pressed like, please do so. Make sure you're subscribed to both of us because uh, YouTube hates me. Lost another subscriber while we're live streaming. Can you believe that? I mean, maybe someone tuned in and was like, oh, you suck. I doubt it, though. I don't think that's what happened. I think I'm in YouTube jail. I lost another subscriber. That's ridiculous. It just it's like it's like a tub just draining water. Anyway, uh please like, subscribe, share if you if you like it. I mean, if you guys find it interesting, you think someone else might like it, you know, share it. Um Vidge is back. Please share. Please. Sharing is sharing caring. Is caring. Not sharing girlfriends. That's not That's that's weird. That's weird. Hey, so, Jock Nerdy just threw us ten bucks. Hey, we appreciate hey, you. Hey, Jock Nerdy. Let me see. Uh, let me see what he says. Uh, he says, "Here's my fine for the terrible produce joke." That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you you are absolved, my son. Yeah. Well, yeah. listen. If we were fined for every terrible joke, uh, we would not be able to afford to live. At least, at least not um, on my channel. No, um, I think I'd be executed. Yeah. yeah. Well. Some of this stuff lands. Some of this stuff lands. I don't know if any of this is going to land. So I, you were talking about um, the last Boy Scout a few weeks ago on the cocktail lounge. Yes, I was. And, and how underwhelmed you, I was by that. Movie. Underwhelmed. And I, there's a movie I saw recently that everyone loves that I was very underwhelmed by. Interesting. Um, Dread. <gasps> it's a fine movie. It's so overrated, and I gotta. <sighs> And that's why I, I gotta say it like that. Oh, that movie no. is so overrated, what? and it's like there's and it's not terrible. It's oh. not completely unlikable, but it's just like man, my feelings. It's there's something try hard about the movie. I gotta ban him from the channel. <laughs> yeah, you're hot take. Dread, yes, the movie Dread from 2012 was it Carl with, Urban? With, yeah, with Carl Urban and Olivia Thirlby. Wow, indeed, it's wow. fine, but it's so overhyped, man. It's oh, so, it's so good. It's like, that line where, like, where where he's just like, uh, he goes, "Where's your helmet?" And she goes, "Oh, I find it inter interferes with my psychic abilities." And he looks and he goes, "I feel like not having a head would interfere with them more." <laughs> Man, awesome. they're cool. They're okay. Line. You know something, man. And I, I know everyone. I'm so great. He's so dread. He's got that sneer the whole time. He does an incredible job. Oh, and the slow mo drug, and they kick him off the the roof, and they have to slowly fall to their death. Oh that my was a god, that was a cool scene. There was some cool scenes. Then there was, okay. Firstly, Mama, I know everyone's Mama. gonna hate me. I know Carl Urban is beloved. I listen. If you're gonna shit on the Dark Knight trilogy for that Bat voice, how am I supposed to tolerate Dread? It is lighter than the Bat voice. It is not as bad, but it's damn near an emulation the whole time. 
Secondly, I, agree. I, I can't argue with that, but I will say the movie is more cartoony than The Dark Knight. Like, it is more elevated. It's more like a comic book. That's what I love about it. Like, there's certain frames to me that look exactly like the frame of a comic book. For instance, when uh, Mama decides to take those fucking miniguns and just, just level that whole, oh, it's so cool. And that looks so, exactly like a comic book. That that scene is simplifies the problem. It does parts of it look cool when they're running it looks so tacky because there's just bullets flying around and it's just not hitting dread and the girl or anderson they just miss they happen to miss hit everybody else and just miss them and they just run around awkwardly and the cg bullets fly around and it just looks goofy and then that scene was like okay what tone is this movie? Am I supposed to mourn all these people that died? Or am I supposed to say, hey, look at the cartoony violence? What Both. do you want me to do? Both. Yeah. You're supposed to be like, Mama is so ruthless. She doesn't give a shit. She'll kill everyone that lives there. I wanted there just to, to laugh at the scene, though. But I wasn't allowed to because it's supposed to be this scene. Or it was supposed to be, oh, this is. If it was supposed to be more cartoonily yeah, violent and, and, and just, um, you know, like this is supposed to be like. Like a almost, I hate to use the term Tarantino, but just kind of slapstick, violent, kill Bill. Violent. I would have been cool with that, but it wanted me to care, and it want. It was like, what is this? What? To- how am I supposed to feel about any of this? And uh, speaking of a uh, black man victim, fucking Avon Barksdale gets cucked by women back to back. Not only does the psychic make him piss himself, he fucking he gets cucked by Mama. Just everyone shits on the the. Uh, Fucking uh, Avon Barksdale, yeah, one of the greatest. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that. Like, I I see what you're saying. I don't. I wouldn't look at it as like it doesn't feel like agenda cucked. It just feels like the character is just sort of gets like a raw deal. I agree, but there's a great moment though when he has her. When he find when he manages to get the upper hand, he goes, "You're so fucked." Like, it's so great. Like, the way he's, like, out of breath and the way he says that to her, he doesn't say it like a menace. It's not uh-huh. threatening. He's just like, you're so fu-. Like, everything that's yeah, going to yeah, happen yeah. after. Like, and it's it's horrifying because you're like, they, they last people they got, they flayed them alive and then yeah. kicked them off the fucking roof. Although that looked terrible. They didn't look like they had their skin cut off. But still, it was it's menacing that they would do something like that. And then, the, you know, I don't know, man. I, uh... I thought it was great. I love the I, and the CG, like the uh, the physics of the way those bodies impacted felt very real. You know, yeah. very very often when they drop, but like the people never splat the way they really do in movies. You know, like they never. There's not enough force. They don't like because people kind of flatten out when they hit the ground at that speed. You know, and they're like, and it's like they really did it. it felt like it was real. Like yeah. the, the sound and all that stuff was terrific. There was a lot um, of well done stuff, and we're losing people like like, like people are like dread nope. You disrespected know, dread, nah. Yeah, no, I didn't. I don't, I, don't, I don't blame them, by the way. I, I this it, is a shocking take to me. I it was a, it was an okay movie. I think it's overrated. I think if wow. I would have walked in, because everyone just talks maybe it up. That's why, maybe like because I had so no expectations great. when I walked and in. That, that's that, fair. I, that's what it is. I think if I yeah. walked in with zero expectations, I probably would have enjoyed my time more. That could you know, be. I, I could see that. It was just another movie wow, with just the the tone. The tonal issues, man. Like the the tonal, like I I don't know, um, 
And wow, you know Clobber Clobber times time. agrees. Thank he you. agrees. It's Dread is one of the most overrated films in Geekdom. It's not faithful to the comic at all, and I've been a fan of the comics for almost 40 years. I hate so, it. That was all my right. next question. Like, it, I, I was going to say, I've I don't never know. read a Judge Dredd. I haven't have either. No clue. What's it called? I have no idea. It's not even called Judge Dredd. I think it's called something something AD. I want to say like 2000 or something AD. I thought it was called, it's not called Dread. It might also be that, but I thought it came from another property. But my point is, like, I. I just didn't enjoy it. It was a it was an okay action movie that was overrated and had some flaws and tonal issues, and it was very brutal. It wanted to be so brutal all the time, brutal, 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 death, death, wow, brutal world. Man. But it didn't really feel. Again, am I? If it was supposed to be a brutal comic book, and maybe I just missed the. It tone. is a brutal comic book. I know that for sure. If you ever look at any of the artwork, it's really brutal. It just felt, but like Clobber and Time is saying, it's not at all faithful. So I don't know, but it is a brutal comic book for sure. It felt try hard, and it felt okay. I, I mean, know. it was okay. I think it you was and okay Clobbering Time should hang out and just be haters together. That's what I think. think just it, be negative Nancys. Listen, I like a lot of movies, and this just isn't one of them. So I just. Good. I've the only thing I don't love about that movie, I don't love the helmets. I think they're too big. Like I, I think they look a little silly, and I don't like, and I don't like the motorcycle. Um, yeah, I didn't like the way the town looked either because it's CG. I like that. I like the Mega City one. Ah, oh, dude, I love. Parts it. of I, it looked okay, and then parts of it looked like you could clearly tell this isn't. I don't know. You, you can. It just. I don't know. Is it uh, movie just sad to hear that? But we can we can have this conversation again. I'd like to hear other people weigh in on it because. Uh, you know, look, I look, I understand. I have like hot takes on movies that I just everyone loves, and I'm like, that was that's not good. Like Batman Begins, I think is a fucking terrible movie. I think it's Man. bad in so many ways and so many contradictions that make no fucking sense. Like, I'll kill people uh, unless you try to kill me, then I will murder every single one of the League of Shadows. It's like what? <laughs> what are your values? Makes no sense because he clearly burned down that building. Oh, that that little monastery they were in. He, he murdered everyone there, and, everyone and it was there. like you won't out. kill one murderer, but you'll murder every single one yeah. of these vigilantes what? that you know that you you've know. been training with them for however long, and you turn on them like that, like in a in a in an instant, you turn on all of them and you murder them without a second thought. What? Yeah. Ugh, and and fucking what's her name in that movie is so bad. Oh my god, Man, that's why they had to replace her. Uh, Katie awful. Holmes. Katie Holmes is. She didn't know what awful. she was doing. She was like she was on another episode of Dawson's Creek. Man, she's so bad, and like the writing doesn't Nesting make any sense. Oh, that movie yeah. sucks. There's flaws. There's flaws. A lot. There's flaws in Batman Begins, but I still, I still love it. Ugh. But nah, oh. Dread Man. And I'm glad Clobbering Times. He's a, he's a real comic fan. He agrees. And oh, Urban, shut up. Your criticisms do not come from the comic books being No, it doesn't. But he but just adapted. getting his, his approval, his validation. Yeah, I understand. Like, I'm sure if I was know, like, you know, the only one saying something like that, I'd want. Yeah, but I get that. Someone for, who understands the You're comics also agree with me. It's yeah, like, that's okay, a valid. That's not. a good. That's a yeah, that's a good character witness. A yeah, good like, uh, yeah, expert witness, witness, I mean. Yeah. Because, yeah. I, I, again, I just. It just didn't hit. And, I mean, it could have. It just felt like in the tone. What tone? If you would have just stuck to a tone, I probably would have been fine. But I can't tell what I'm supposed to take seriously or not. That's a really interesting criticism. I never thought about that. There's a lot of stuff that I said doesn't look good. Certain scenes look cool. Certain scenes Mm. don't. 
He just figures out that the other judges are dirty instantly. He's just it, his voice, like I said, is Batman light. And I did like how he kept her on, like no matter how bad it was, she still was on assessment. That was cool. Like yeah, he, I like that too. It was like, okay, what's the call? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's still an assessment. I thought that that was cool. There were some cool elements. Yeah, and I like the idea that the the judges being dirty made so much sense because, like, in that world where you you can't even fight crime, like, it's just everyone's a criminal. It's like it makes perfect sense that they would be corrupt. Yeah, but, like, for him to just figure it out, like, so quickly, it was just like – it made sense for her because she was a psychic. But, like, he just – like, he just – just, all right, I just know. Yeah, we're losing. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember how he discovered that. You might be right. Um, I just remember loving it. I, I mean, I just was. Also, I had no expectations, so that's fair. And I just thought there were certain things about it that were so good. Like, I just, I love, like, I love the slow mo. All the slow mo stuff I thought was brilliant. That and was the cool. effects were great. And the way everything was heightened. And it seemed like it was like, oh, that feels like a real drug that would exist yeah and i did like the mega city one you know and i don't know i i like that he was cartoony i thought that that was fun you know it was just that he's gonna give someone like eight months in an iso cube for for asking for money yeah it's, you know what i mean funny you're just like why that's a yeah. little overkill don't you think like there's murder and they killed the fucking guy with the little yeah. building the, the building came sp- down and, and i love that because he gave him a warning and then he didn't yeah. take it and then he died it's like oh that's what you get and that, like that's that. what I'm like, am I supposed to laugh at that or what do I, I what am funny. I supposed to think? I wouldn't laugh. Got crushed by the door. I don't know. It was good. And the guy, Donald Gleason, as the hacker, I thought was really good. I thought, like, her menace was really terrifying. And the way, like, she cut out his eyes and gave him, like, you know, bionic eyes. Ugh, it's so yeah. fucking dark. She was a good, I thought she was a good villain. Like, she was a cartoony, solid villain. but good. Yeah, she was a solid villain. Again, I mean, I know it wasn't agenda driven, but I, I I didn't appreciate. I like Wood Harris. He, he didn't have to I, he's but Wood Harris. The thing is, I'll say this: he's not in anything. Yeah, he doesn't. It's not like this is unique. It's not. You know what I mean? Like either he's not a great actor off off. You know, like or he's hard to work with, or people don't like him. I don't know. But it's like it's not like they they took. See, like I thought they treated Idris Elba terribly in um, Prometheus. Mm-hmm. I watched that movie. And I'm like, you. How did you not use this guy better? Like he's, yeah. he's, you know what I mean. He's fucking, he's fucking, you know, a stringer bell, and he's just like some retard pilot who fucks Charlie's Theron. All right, whatever. But it's like yeah. it's not an interesting character. Like he's much better utilized in that Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was like he's been. I think Idris Elba, up until very recently, has been underutilized almost universally. Yeah, um, I agree. And it's like, okay, finally people are starting to take note. But it's like I really haven't seen. I don't. I can't even think of another thing. What Harris is in? He's, I can. He was in Remember the Titans. He was. Yeah, in, he, you know, he 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 was in a lot wire. of stuff. That's before the Wire. I mean, it was around. He was in a lot of stuff in the two thousands and really haven't done anything since because he was in Remember the Titans, The Wire, yes, he was. and uh, Paid in Full, amongst other movies. And then I don't really remember seeing. He was him. the friend, right? He was like they they had like that they bridged racism, right? He was the guy. Yeah, yeah. It was a great movie. It was good in that. Yeah, yeah, but that was pre the wire, though. You have to like yeah, contextualize pre the wire. You want to sacrifice for the team? What team? Sentient dildo. Elvis yeah, was like fifty Wood movies. Didn't a want year. to put on a dress. Yeah. That's funny. Maybe, maybe. Well, they they definitely cucked him in this one. He's pissing himself. Scared of mom, which I'd be scared of mama. I mean, she I mean, yeah, it didn't seem right. irrational, but you're right. He didn't really get his moment to be a badass yeah. at all. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. 
That's fair. All right, yes, that we're gonna do it there, my friend. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we uh, we didn't talk about anything pop culture. It was sports. It was that's pop culture. Thought. Yeah, I guess it is. But just I just I, I wanted to toss that out there. And apparently, I, I you know I we lost fans on that. People say, you know what? Yeah, they're like, we're done. I'm done with the culture crime fighters. I give done. these guys a chance. That's it. I like that take though. I mean, it's interesting. You know, it's like I've never heard anyone make that statement because I always thought Dread was incredible, and I've never heard anyone contest it. So it's interesting. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. One or two. One or two. And maybe if I would have saw it like everyone else, I would have liked it more. With no Perhaps. expectations, no knowledge. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, All right. thank you guys for watching. Appreciate it. Uh, please press like if you have not. Uh, if you did enjoy it, by the way. Don't do it if you didn't love us. Uh, yeah. Share the video if you can so that other people can find out about this terrific program. Uh, and if you guys... Uh, you know, feel like catching us. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can find podcasts. So feel free to check us out there. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, Zach's <laughs> it. Fr- that's funny. Like the, I'm real, just... the first real Terminator movie was Genesis. I didn't uh, even see funny. Genesis. I, I the last one I saw was the Christian Bale one. I thought, da, da, da. Listen, da, da, da. I thought Dread was great. I thought it was an awesome movie. I loved it. It was just so different. That's probably the problem. Everyone gives it so much effusive praise where it's like, yeah. you say, hey, Dread's cool. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Oh, it's cool. awesome. It's cool. Well, anyway, thank you guys for watching. Uh, catch on Friday. We're doing the Culture Crime Fighters. I'm probably not going to be there, so you'll have guest hosts of Vigilante. Not the Culture uh, Crime Fighters. The uh, MF I'm sorry. MF we're on the Culture Crime Fighters. Yeah, we're on the Culture Crime Fighters. Sorry, my brain, my brain no work good. Um, but thank you guys for watching, and uh, you know we'll see y'all see y'all soon. Oh, I realized I didn't even do the Culture Crime Fighters intro today. I actually did realize that midway, but then I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't want to mention it. So yeah, you gotta do the huh. intro and the outro. Now we gotta do the outro, of course. All right, all right. Thanks, guys. See y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>